Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my series of podcasts. This week we have an artist in the house from Brands Home Community Arts, Mr Wayne Walton. So shall we begin? Are you ready, Wayne? I am, thank you. What's your background? Uh, White. Uh, I started uh, working for a newspaper as a photographer. Um, I ended up being there 14 years and being the manager of the department before I left. Then I left and went to art school where I did uh, a HND and then topped that up to a degree. Uh, So I could work in community arts, which is fairly long story, but how I've ended up actually working for Transome Community Arts for the last 10 years. What does your work aim to say? Right, well, basically, I have two, two types of work. There's the work I get paid for, which is through Brands Home Community Arts, where I work with young people. And then there's my own art practice. That is kind of the, the question I think you're yeah. asking, is, is what does my, my own art practice yeah. uh, end up saying? A lot of the artwork is about working. So it's, uh, I kind of do endurance pieces, where I do drawings over a long period of time or, or photographs over a long period of time and then put that together and the, the idea is the uh, it's it's kind of when you go to work you work and you do the same thing day in day out yeah. day in day out and you don't really think about it but by the end of a good chunk of time you've, you've ended up doing a huge amount of work even though you, you've just done small bits all the time who are your biggest influences in your career Right, that's a really, really difficult one. Um, there's so many people that's uh, I, uh, that's helped me along the way. There's, and I would hate to start saying names and and things, but one of the bi- the biggest thing is is going to college and being around other artists. Before that, I, I lived in Withensea, and I don't say there, there are no artists in Withensea, because there are, there's lots of them, but to actually be in a community of other artists constantly, all day, every day, while you're at college and at university, that really just opens up your entire world. So, I don't, like I say, I don't really want to sort of single out any one person, because there has been so many along the way that have been so influential in, in helping me well, to get to where I am now. How have you developed your career? Right, that's a a really difficult one because uh, I I look at career. If you look up career in the dictionary, it says uh, to travel uncontrollably, usually downhill. So I don't really think about what I'm doing as a career, especially through art. I kind of bumble along. I think that's kind of the the easiest way. So to to develop stuff, it's more developing ideas of each individual project that I'm in, which lead on to the next one, which leads on to the next one. And I think it's, it's kind of called meta, where you do a piece of artwork. I think a real good example of this is I photographed every single phone box in Hull and surrounding area, all the white ones. And I had that in an exhibition. And then from that exhibition, I've produced posters. And then there's the posters. But then I had a giant wall where I just stuck all of the posters over a giant wall. So it kind of, one thing leads to the next, which leads to the next. and, And it just carries on. And there's no real plan to it. It's just when you do something and you you get quite excited about it and it shows you a different direction and you move off and start doing other things. How do you seek out opportunities? Um, if, If something happens, I've found the best thing to do is to do things. It's really easy to say when somebody says to you, "Oh, Wayne, would you would yeah, do you want to get involved in this?" It's really easy to say, "No, I'd rather be at home watching Firefly reruns on on Netflix and just sit with me a cup of tea and things." Whereas getting out on a dark night 
raining and, and it's in, and you think why am I doing this and stuff but once you start doing things you end up meeting other people yeah. you end up getting other opportunities and and it is just just getting out there and yeah. doing stuff getting out there and yeah doing whatever stuff. anybody is is interested in you know it could be fishing it could be football it could be just get involved in doing whatever you're interested in and the sheer process of, of just doing something evolves into doing more and more and more and that's how you end up sort of huh, with a career how do you navigate the art world well again it is it's not it's not navigatable uh it, again it's bumbling along i think that's that's the the easiest thing and i've always not really done things for monetary Gain money has never really been an issue for me. I've never bothered about it. I mean, I don't even have a bank account, so I'm not bothered at all. And it's about it's about experiences and doing things. And again, if something turns up, I try to say yes to as much as I possibly can. But there's a point where you, you're doing so You've much, got and to you, say you, no sometimes. You, exactly right. You have to say no because you, you know you end up just killing yourself. Um, so so yeah. Sometimes you have to yeah. you have to sort of rein it back a little yeah, bit. But that. one of my greatest um, attributes, I think, is that I get excited about lots of things. New projects. New projects. Doing this, and and I think a lot of my work is sort of materials led. The work I'm doing in the library is is very much started life as a, as a materials led. So I get some new new thing and it's like oh right let's try that and oh, and then oh have you tried this somebody says and I oh no I haven't let's have a go at that and way you know yeah how do you price your work well again um I'm in a, a really good position because I have a full-time job uh working in community arts so I I don't need to sell my artwork uh, and that means I can do anything I like as far as art goes. But I do have a pricing structure. If I, if it ends up, I do end up selling things. And uh, you get the, the materials you have, how much does it physically cost you to do? And then you add on the time it's took to get those materials. You add the time it's took to physically do that. Then add the time on to actually put that on show and promote it. And you decide on an hourly rate for that, and that is how much you you charge for your artwork. Basically, that's that's well, that's the way I, I do it. You are working at Hull Central Library this week on a project. Would you like to tell our viewers about it? Well, yeah, that's uh, that's me me big thing at the moment. Um, during I think it was two thousand sixteen, uh, and then two thousand eighteen, uh, we had two big exhibitions at the library, and it was such a fantastic space. It's it's really, it's just a lovely, lovely space to be in. I, I came up with an idea that I would like to do uh, a, dry, a giant drawing. So the drawings, it's, well, it's just short of 10 metres long by 3 metres high. And it's on, the, oh, it's on the back wall of the exhibition wow, space. That's it, it's, big. Uh, yeah, it's a huge piece of paper. One massive, great big piece of paper. Yeah. And like I said earlier, um, I am quite led by materials yeah. and because I do a lot of drawing on uh, cups so so I'm working really quite small but I ended up buying this uh, it's called charcoal powder and it's just charcoal that's just made into a powder and you just cannot work small with it it's got to be no. used in a a big, big arena, and I got, I started getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and I have a, a little space where I can work in, and I just that basically outgrew that space. So with with doing the exhibitions in the library through the uh, the Brand Zone Goes to Town 
series of exhibitions through Brandsome Community Arts. I made a contact at the Darby and I asked at the Darby, is, is it possible to have this space? And then they've been really good and they've, they've actually gave me the space for free for this week. Also, uh, I think I need to say that I, uh, I applied for some funding from uh, City Arts and they've given me uh, some money towards the, the materials that I'm using because obviously a giant piece of paper. Congratulations. Yes, thank you, thank you. Um, but I'm not getting paid to do it. It is. It is still. I'm. I'm on annual leave this week. Doing. Doing this all week. For your own benefit. It's for my own benefit. Where do you get the chance to do a drawing as big as that? Never. You know, really. Never. Never. No. The, there is a side. Uh, angle to this I suppose yeah. is because all the young people I work with maybe 150 young people a week and a lot of them know me as Wayne who comes down and does arts and crafts and because yeah. I've been doing it for 10 years now it's I've got I'm kind of got like, I suppose like an art teacher yeah. and they never see the work that I actually produce because it, it's commission, in exhibition well in exhibitions and things yeah. I try and exhibit six times a year but it's yeah. in you know I mean like last year, it was in a coffee shop and, and in, in a pub and in the gallery in Bridlington and in the Ferrans. So, and if you're in group shows, you end up kind of getting lost in the middle of it all. Yeah. So, one of the good things of doing this this week in half term is a lot of the young people and the parents, school. that's right, they're off school, the parents have brought them down to see what I'm doing. Yeah. And, and the idea of the artwork isn't really about the end product, it's only really going to be on show for three hours on Saturday afternoon. It's about coming and seeing me draw. It's not about the finished thing. It's about the actual process, yeah. which is what my artwork is about. It's the process rather than the end product. Yeah. Uh, how many pictures are you thinking of doing in this event? Well, it's just the one. It's one giant, great big picture. Obviously, I've got some other, other pieces of work in the room. And the one that's brought more people in is, which is a, was another project, but it's, it was along the same lines. I'm doing, uh, I, I drew every single person on my Facebook. In fact, I drew you, didn't I? Yes. Ben? Yeah, yeah. You got in just at the yeah. end. Yeah, you, you sent me a friend's request just at the very end. Because yeah. I, I, I cut it off at 400. So that was uh, the, the end just of that. Just the cut. Just got in uh, right at the very end, yeah. And because everybody on my Facebook has been tagged in these pictures, because originally that was going to be the only time, it was just going to be on Facebook and that's it. But when I got, because I booked this space sort of nine months ago, I started thinking, oh, I could put my Facebook faces on there. And loads of people are coming down to see themselves in their, on their, that I've drawn, yeah, that I've drawn on the wall. And while they're there, they're actually looking at the drawing I'm doing. And it's called Domes of Hull. I don't think I've main, said the name. It's called Domes of Hull. And what I'm drawing is actually, there's so many buildings in Hull with a dome on. And it's, I've took photos and done little sketches and I've put them together as a, as a conglomerate, really. Compilation. Compilation, that's Compilation. a good word. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Or a montage, if you montage, will. Montage, yes. Surreal. What is the most inspired picture that you got, into, got you into art? Right, well, it wasn't one. Uh, and it didn't really get me into it. I was already in, involved in. But in what a, pushed you to make it that was it, well the 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 piece of work that I can actually say changed my life was the Rothko room at the Tate. There's about I can't think how many pictures there are in there. Maybe eight, yeah. nine pictures in there, and it's and they're just as I went in, it quite literally took my breath away. But I was I was kind of in a rush. It was we was about to leave. 
And luckily, uh, a few months later, I, I had the chance to go back and I spent a full two hours in that room. And it was just... The experience of that is just yeah. amazing. And I think... what binding. That's right. And one of the things I think it taught me was you have to... Because I've seen Rothko pictures in books and stuff and they just do think, yeah, it's now. But when you see them in real life, one of, one of Rothko's... Um, things was that to produce a painting that you couldn't photograph and it's right you can't yeah. you know I mean I've got some or I've seen some good quality prints of his, his work and they're nothing compared to the original you have yeah. to go and especially the Rothko room he designed that entire room and you go in and you just feel it's just so reverential it's just the feeling you get when you're there is amazing what would you like to do with your art in the future Um. I don't think I don't really want to get famous. I don't like the idea of that. Um, people knowing who you are walking down the street. You can't go shopping and and buy, <laughs> buy a pot noodle at Jackson's. Yeah. You know um, what? I, I, but I would like I would like to sort of carry on doing what I'm doing at the moment, do, doing larger and larger pieces of work. But unfortunately, I just don't have the space for that. So I think my next my next projects that I'm kind of gonna throw myself into is, is more of a photographic project so um, I'm sort of working on getting a dark room at the moment and I have a an 8 by 10 camera which takes a photo uh, that's 8 by 10 inches and What's do, the and brand of the camera? It's, it's actually a Kodak 2D, it's, wow. it's over a hundred years old uh, so so the, the negative is this big Yeah. but I'm, uh, I'm working on a process to to actually produce a positive straight from the camera. Yeah. When I produce this image yeah. on the camera, it's a one-off original. I won't be scanning it. I won't be doing anything. I might. I might put some on my Facebook to let people know yeah. what I'm doing. But I'm. I'm not going to. If people want to see them, they'll have to come and actually have a look. Yeah. But I kind of like the idea of of doing it so people can see the process because like I say it's yeah. all, everything I do is about process so. yeah. and finally the last one what is your proudest achievement well my proudest isn't man at all really uh, my proudest achievement is is my work with Brands Own Community Arts uh, working with young people uh, and trying to let them know that they have a potential and things that can go. So basically, my you know proud achievements isn't from me. It's, it's what I mean. You used to come to my groups and yeah. you've look at you now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When you first started coming to our groups, I would never have said that you was you would be here today doing nah, this. And so to me, that is my proudest yeah. achievement. It's it's all the young people and seeing how well they're progressing in their lives. Wayne Walton, thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, join us for our composer special coming soon. Join us then. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, please make some noise for Mr Wayne the Artist Walton.